0: Hello and welcome to episode 7 of the Spark Podcast, with our aim being to help raise awareness on sexual assaults and harassment in Ghana. Today, we're going to be interviewing a 17 year old girl who likes to be referred to as Raspberry, with her friend also being referred to as Flavor, as they come and share their stories of sexual harassment and give us some advice based on their stories. So, without further ado, please let's welcome them.
1: Okay. Hey, Hey, everyone. Hey, my listeners. I hope you're all doing well. So this happened around, I think I was 10. I was in like a Ghanaian school, I believe. I was, no, yes, I was in class five. Yeah, I was like 10 years old. And then, oh, me personally, I was friendly, right, to everyone around me. My friends, hey, my friends, my teachers, everyone. I was I was all over the place. So then there was... We had a store in our old school where we could go and buy pens, uniforms, textbooks and stuff. And then this storekeeper... Hey, I want to... Can I say his name? Okay, well, this storekeeper, we'll call him... um, Strepsil Box. So then he was nice, right? Strepsil Box was nice. And he was... I think he was like a national... National service there because he was really young and so like he would interact with the students well it was fine, nice, cool and then me and my friend we go there every single day for snack right, we go and spend our snack day and it was fine, cool, I didn't see anything wrong with that and then oh my god suddenly like I saw the way he would talk just changed you know because he would just it was casual, like we were all friends. And the way he would talk just changed suddenly. And then one time, one of my friends, we went there and then all of a sudden, he was like, oh, I had a dream last night. And he was like, I had a dream that I was kissing you in my dream. And then beep, I was like, oh, I did I still didn't say anything wrong with it too. Cause me and I had my put in it. I still didn't, I wasn't five, I was 10. Yeah, but then you should know stuff. But I still didn't see anything wrong with that. So then it was fine. But she, rather, she was alarmed. And she immediately told her mother about it. And, like, like it got to the authorities and everything. But then what shocked me was, like, the authorities, rather, they didn't do anything. They were like, oh, she's a liar. That students lie. Like that. So that, still, me, they, my them. So I didn't think anything of it. Then it was my turn all of a sudden. So I went there. And I was like... Oh, normal, normal, normal. And then... He gave me a pencil. For free. Because me, I got free pencil. Okay, I'll take it. And then... I remember, like... After he gave it to me... Time... They rang the bell. Because you know in Ghana schools... When it's time, they're Clink, 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 clink. So... Yeah. They rang the bell. And then, luckily... I got out of there before anything. But then it was after that pencil thing that I left, and then my mother found out about it, and then she was like, "Ah, what were you doing there?" and everything. Then I was like, "Oh, he was—he's just my friend." And then she was like, "What business do you have there?" And like, she got really upset. No, I said, he's just my." F- I said what business? She said what business do you have there? And I said oh, yeah, just it's not anything. And then like she got really upset. And then now it was starting to click that a hey, was this normal? It's not that after all these years now now I'm um, seventeen, and after all these years it's just click that a hey, this isn't right. So then like we didn't see him again. And the funny thing was that after they reported it to the, today the, um. Oh, what's that name? No, yeah, police still got involved. Was that? They reported it to the authorities. He was still in the school. Like, they didn't sack him or anything. He was still in the school. And apparently, he would do it to other students as well. Like, other students. But then, some of them were even older than my age. But then it was like, verbally, he would be like, Oh, sweet girl, you know. Those type of things. Like, those chuchu mates. Yeah, so... That was eventful, but now I'm very wary of who I am around, especially when it's older people.
0: Okay, so even though you mentioned that, like, (laughs) in a summary, how would you say this has affected you or, like, how you're able to interact with other people?
1: Okay, so me, when I was younger, it didn't really scan me a lot because I didn't know what was going on but then after my mother explained to me and after I got older it was then she was rather like scaring like sometimes she was scaring that hey if you go there they'll kidnap you if you do this they'll do this to you and everything so it's like now I'm scared to go places by myself and it's like no I don't like make friends with older guys no I don't know how people be out there dating people who are like four years older than them or stuff because I'm scared of older older boys, so I either hang around with people my age or, yeah.
0: Yeah, so with this experience, is there anything you would like to add concerning this topic?
1: Yes, there's a lot I'd like to add. First of all, um, some people seem nice at first glance that, oh, you're talking to them, oh, they may be nice, but once again, if there's the slightest thing wrong that's, Or you notice there's something wrong Run, back away Or at least tell someone Because if something happens You have to tell a parent immediately So that the issue will get, will get solved And you learn from those mistakes And then also Don't be hanging around with like people who are like older than you Especially people you don't know very well like you can't hang around people who are older. But if it's someone you don't know very well, let's say, Oh, my friend is taking me to meet someone at a crammel and the guy is like twenty something. Don't be hanging around with like yeah. Be wary of your surroundings and be alert. That's what I say. And yes, just talk to someone if something like this happens to you and
0: just know the signs. I think you really pointed out something very important that on our website, on the Being Aware page, we have a section that talks about prevention methods or preventative methods, and one of them is being cautious about who you're around and making sure that, you know, you're around people you trust in a public area so that nothing like this could happen to you, even though it was only a verbal interaction with her. Her meet with him, sorry, her meeting um, the guy and with him being older and being able to take advantage of the situation, he was able to, I mean, we're glad he wasn't able to do anything physical, but I'm pretty sure, like, as time went on, he was still able to damage her mentally as well as, you know, like, I could say that it would still be like, equivalent to if she was to, you know, do anything physically, which we're glad he did not. So I'm pretty sure, sh- so as you can see that she's taking lessons from her story and bringing about preventative methods, please take the time to go through, to make sure to arm yourself with this knowledge and be able to protect yourself from anything like this. Please Flavor, do you have anything to add?
2: Uh, all right. um in flavor here i just wanted to add
0: that
2: it's also important to note that um was saying something very important that people tend to overlook some people might look at strepsel's strepsel story and then see nothing out of it but you have to understand that it's a step-by-step thing um normally if you were in a situation where Strepsil was in, if she didn't take, or let me see, if her parents didn't take the time and energy to put a barrier and a boundary between the man and her, it could have escalated into something more. Like I was saying, Strepsil had no idea what she was doing or what the, the man was doing, sorry. <laughs> what the man was doing was um, particularly hum- harmful, but if... Something wasn't done, it could have gone a long way. Not to just harm her, but people around him, because he's like, oh, this is what I can get away with. This is what I can do. So I think it's important to also note that,
0: yeah. I also think that it's important for parents to start to educate their children about sexual assault and harassment. I don't think any kid is ever too young to learn about what sexual assault harassment is because as we can hear from most of these stories, whenever like, a victim has, you know, undergone this experience, normally they're not aware that. They have been a victim of sexual assault or harassment. They don't understand what has happened to them. So if you're able to make your child your child or children aware of this, you can help them be able to come out with your stories and just try to tell you what has happened to them rather than them keeping it in and then not feeling comfortable coming out with the story when they finally understand what has happened to them.
1: Okay. Also, I feel like sh- um, parents shouldn't also like punish their children, maybe you are worried or upset, but it's not their fault. It's never, uh, me personally, the younger ones are not to blame, as the older ones knew exactly what they were doing to them. So it's not their fault. So I don't believe children, I mean, parents should maybe punish them, but they are allowed to be worried, just not inflict that worry on your children, yeah or that could stop them from coming to them in the future if it ever happens again, God forbid.
0: favor again.
2: I don't want to what Shepsel said, I think it's also important that in the process sorry, in the process of which parents are trying to educate their child, um, as Strapsi was saying they shouldn't inflict that worry onto the child. I also think that they should create a safe space for the child to understand what exactly has gone on. Because per se, I'm, not, I'm just making up a scenario, and it's not part of Structure said. Per se, she was inflicting the worry on her child to the point where the child doesn't even understand what the mom is trying to say. Like, she doesn't understand, but oh, what have I done wrong? You haven't done anything wrong. Its just the way your parents is choosing to express it
0: it's the best. Okay, thank you so so much. I'm pretty sure we will all be able to retain a lot of information that would really help us. Please again, regarding this topic or this specific um, aspect of sexual harassment, Please go onto our website, go through the Being Aware page, and just read through it. Understand how to prevent yourselves from it, and also sexual assault doesn't really Like, it doesn't mean that, oh, the person has to touch you or the person has to, like, inflict any kind of actions towards you. How a person talks to you, how they act around you, it's all part of it. Because if you don't feel comfortable around a person and they're approaching you or making sexual advances towards you, it cannot be classified as sexual harassment. So no case ever too small. Don't feel tied down if someone even said oh i like your boobs or oh your butt looks big please talk about it it's it's not okay it's not okay and you should really talk to someone about it because if it's taking if it's taking a toll on you and like you just keep pondering about it like oh why would they say that oh why'd they say this oh Am I if my body not covered? Like all of that, make sure to talk to someone about it. Don't keep it in, it's not okay to keep it in anything.
1: Anyway. And then, Miss Park, you said it all. Miss Park, you said it all. <laughs> um, I think Miss Park has said it all. And <laughs> just make sure that anything, if not even if the certain thing is wrong, make sure you see it. Don't go thinking that hey, maybe I'm overreacting because most likely I'm not. And if you don't take care, it, it can lead to something bigger and something worse that can eventually scar you for the rest of your life. Flavor has something to say, Miss Flavor. <laughs> Just
2: so you know, I'm not British. Um, it's Jetson who said that she's speaking a British accent, so I'm trying my best. Right. Um, listening to all of this actually reminded me of an experience I had. Alright. Um. It's very short. It reminds me of when I was a kid. And there was this... How do I say this? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll just say there was this carpenter who used to come to our house to fix our gates. That's, that's not what he was, but I can't find the English. Whatever. There was this carpenter who used to come by our house and this guy, he used to come by like, a few times so I knew he, who he was and he knew who I was and then we were friends you know, then uh, I was playing around with my sister and he's like, j- just so you know we were like 6 or 7 so we started to develop, if you know what I mean, like our boots started to do- grow and this man had taken a notice. Ah, You were six or or seven and your book started to give the number. I remember it was my old house. We left that house when I was seven. And then he noticed that my chest had gotten bigger. He was like, Oh, your breast is growing. Then I can't see it. Then he plucked my (laughs) my chest. (laughs) Then I was like, Ah, and I was giggling and laughing and all of that. Then the guy left. Like he was on his way going. Then my mom, I go to my mom and I was like, Mommy, he has my like, has my chest gotten bigger? She's like, ah, who told you that? Then I was like, oh, the, the man who can fix the gates, gets bigger. Then I called the man's boss and called him back and she blasted the man. And I mean, I didn't really I was just sitting there, like, because I had no idea. So I think it's important that your parents, tell your children. <laughs> please tell your children about this
0: let them know because sometimes you don't know what you're talking about so we're just clueless so yeah it's it's if we're not able to educate your kids through a podcast please make sure to try to talk to them like yourselves if this is talking from the perspective of either a parent or a guardian or just someone who is mature enough to be able to talk to people younger about this kind of situations and even if you have classmates who are not aware it's your job as a member of this Spark community to help everyone become aware of sexual assaults and harassment. Everywhere, not specifically just in Ghana, if you're listening to this from the U.S., from Bahrain, from the Netherlands, anywhere, please. It's your job as a member of this Spark community to let everyone be aware of sexual assaults and harassment okay so that brings this episode to an end i hope you guys have really learned a lot from the stories that have been shared today i hope you guys would also take the time to go through our website um go through our pages read make yourself more aware and then help others become aware i hope you'd also take the time to reach out to your classmates your colleagues your friends or like people who are younger than you older than you help them make them aware of the situation because being part of the spark community it's all our jobs to make sure that everyone is aware please stay tuned for the next episode which will be coming out next wednesday a new episode comes out every wednesday so that's one thing to take note of and yeah don't forget to be the spark thank you